This is strictly a Nogyan podcast. Listener discretion advised. So, welcome to another episode of Successfully Stressed, in which uh, Tanisha and I. So, we'll be talking about the second topic that we have taken under our series on mental health, which is called uh, "Hurt People, Hurt People." which basically means that people who are hurt inside also tend to hurt others who are closer to them so in this episode we're basically talking about therapy from a to z what is therapy uh, what is the scenario of therapy in india in a country like india how do we uh, talk about therapy with our parents and including the whole scene of social media and what it talks about therapy Tanisha now you can introduce our guest so our guest for today is Ms Shatrupa Chakraborty i hope i pronounced your name right yeah uh, yes please just give us a brief introduction and tell us what you do and so hi uh, i am shatrupa very complicated name so you guys can just uh, stick to shatu i am a counseling psychologist and an expressive arts based therapist i'll just briefly explain what does that mean so as a counseling psychologist i obviously work with clients who are struggling with mental health issues any kind of mental illnesses and i use expressive arts essentially which means music dance visual arts all of those aspects i bring them all together within the therapeutic setting so that we can work on our goals we can work on building insight we can work on just expressing and having a creative aspect to problem solving creative aspect to being creative aspect to how we see ourselves so that's gen, uh, that's basically my work that's my day to day and beyond that i'm very much interested in philosophy i'm very much interested in pop culture i think i spend a lot of time watching memes and all of those things so yeah i think like a generic millennial there uh, that's pretty much my day to day and that's pretty much my interests philosophy creative arts and psychology oh wow like uh, that comes off as so interesting i remember like seeing you first on youtube uh, with mm-hmm. suhani shah and then i discovered more about you and then i saw your streams with uh, siddharth warrior so recently very recently i was just watching the stream in which you talk about uh, philosophy like the first episode i think and you mm-hmm. start with a meme and you start with such a meme about a nihilist and um, like the whole purity from sociologist to mathematician mm-hmm. i found so interesting we wanted to call you especially because you were also like like you also indulge in art therapy which is something that i haven't really heard before and you also mm-hmm. look at therapy from a point of view of you know building rather than only like building insight and uh, all of that so i think that was very interesting yeah let's let's just start with the questions what exactly is therapy like if i go to a therapy session what mm-hmm. what is going to happen like what is that person going to ask me or am i going to be talking about something or like what exactly happens in therapy in a session mm-hmm. so there are different types of therapy okay for example there are different schools of uh, practice as well so something that i practice for example is expressive arts based therapy and i ex- very core my one of my core uh, schools is cognitive behavior therapy which means i look at cognition cognition includes your thoughts feelings uh, and then comes your behavior all right so actually looking at your core beliefs looking at your schema if you're thinking this way for example something something very 
basic about CBT is we follow this triangle called thoughts, feelings, behavior, right? So if if you have a thought, it has a feeling along with it, and there is a behavior associated with it, right? So if, for example, if you are fe- uh, feeling really stressed, so you would go back. Why am I feeling stressed, right? What is the thought behind it? So you could be feeling stressed because you think. Uh, you're not going to do well in your exams or whatever it may be. And then you look at the behavior. So if you're stressed and your thought is that I don't think I'm good enough or I don't think I'm prepared well enough, what is the behavior that comes up? You could behave in many, many ways. It might be debilitating that the stress in itself doesn't let you study or it could push you to study even more. Right. So so what, how does it just how do you connect your thoughts, feelings, behavior? That's something that we really work on. And and again, there is no set way of thoughts, feelings, and behavior. Everyone will have some different subjective experiences, sub- subjective understanding. So that's one. So there is cognitive behavior therapy. Then there is psychoanalysis, right? Uh, so psychoanalysis, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of Sigmund Freud. He's like very popular. I so have. I have. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So Sigmund Freud actually was one of those early practitioners who you know brought into concept popularity two two concepts one is talk therapy that you know talking and talking about your feelings and talking about your thoughts and talking about your experiences can be a healing process he was actually a psychiatrist and he also brought out the aspect of the unconscious that almost biological in nature that there are certain elements within us that we are just not aware of so he called it the id it not just it sorry i've I've, i heard no no i've Mm -hmm. these are the familiar i sort of read some article of single friends i just basically have heard of them i don't remember much now (laughs) no no so so basically i think freud kind of became famous slash and famous because of his obsession with uh connecting it with sex which is I think slightly misunderstood as well. After studying him for years and years, I do feel he's kind of misunderstood, but he did bring us a lot of insight into deeper essence of being and deeper states of being, which did not exist in the scientific module. Now coming to therapy, when you go to a therapist, what happens? So it really depends on which therapist you're going to. So figure out what what kind of work do you need? So for example, psychoanalysis does very deep-rooted childhood work. It's it's longer, right? It's longer. CBT, for example, is comparatively shorter and comparatively more solution-focused, more right now what's going on. Let's look at that. And if you if you're someone who connects with art, for example, so go see an art, expressive art space therapist. There are some people who do not connect with art. It, it it just does not click with them. And that's all right. So you go for someone you connect to. Some people do connect to very data-driven, very, very cutthroat logical approach. They obviously go and approach that kind of therapy. So do your research. I think therapists are out there um, like I do. I'm on Instagram and I think you pretty much know the kind of person I am and the belief system that I have and the work, the kind of work that I do. So yeah, please do do your research. And I really appreciate clients when they come to me and ask me about certain things. So for example, very recently, your client asked me about my um, approach to social justice, like social justice oriented 
therapy if i'm queer affirmative if i'm uh, all of those things so please when you are choosing a therapist honestly it really depends on who you're going to but yes of course the basic questions like how are you what do you do your timeline your case history all of those of course are standardized but what happens beyond that is completely depending on uh, the schools that they practice and what you want out of them as well okay so one follow up question i had <laughs> was what is a psychologist and what is a psychiatrist like i mean i hear these terms used very interchangeably mm-hmm. so what is the exact difference is there a difference right. in qualification or there is that is so a psychiatrist only gives medication they do not give therapy and a psychologist only gives therapy and not medication of course there are certain psychiatrists who have done a course in a, 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 a say a psyd or a masters who also give therapy but primarily a, a psychiatrist uh, would have gone the route of mbbs and then an md and a, psych- a psychologist would have gone the route of uh, a ba ma mphil a psychologist basically okay i think that clears everything up firstly especially like mm-hmm. uh, like the way you answered our first question as to what is therapy that was so extensive that i can see tanisha changing things in the doc because you've already covered <laughs> our next like eventual questions so uh, you covered a bit of this in your uh, previous answer as to who is qualified and the whole thing between qualifications but then in is it like recommended that we take therapy from someone who has a qualification has experience and stuff because on instagram and on social media we see a, like okay my best friend is my therapist or you know something like that <laughs> i mean uh, uh, i'm sure like they say it Uh, like jokingly or i don't know they don't take it that seriously but if i want to get therapy like does the qualification or the experience matter and if it matters then who is that person that we should go like apart from the fact that we should do our research and the type of therapy we mm-hmm. should figure it out but then uh, how much does the qualification and experience matter 200% please do not see someone who is not qualified because at the end of the day you're dealing with your brain you're dealing with a very fragile part of you a very unseen part of you a friend friendship is not therapy friendship is care therapy is extremely different therapy is not just going to make you feel good about yourself that's part of it and some sessions can look like that where you feel relaxed and you um you feel good about yourself but therapy is actually a lot of work if you're going for therapy for example if if you have a cold you go see a doctor you get your medication yet you wear your sweater you do you take care of yourself there are things that you have to do right like so for example don't drink uh, cold water and don't have ice cream blah, blah 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 so there are certain things that come along with what you're feeling these are certain things that only a therapist is trained with right your friend can care for you friend is so i th- i see this like people call shopping therapy and all of these things which is nice yeah like go for it it, it may basically it's making you feel nice but nice feeling nice is not the entirety of therapy right therapy includes actually going deeper inside you learning about yourself finding certain things which are very difficult to face even and then finding the strength and rebuilding and coming out and doing it and there is 
we build structures there are therapy plans that go in so if i have if i'm seeing a client i have plans ki what am i doing with them today it's not like oh hey let's have a chat it's a full on plan there is especially when it comes to cbt there are structures around it even rbt so for example if i'm working with ocd clients if i'm working with uh, clients who are say claustrophobic right for example so there is something called system uh, systemic desensitization your friend if you are claustrophobic and your friend can be like hey it's okay right what else can they do right so systemic desensitization i'm just giving you a very simple example where we have a plan for us we do an imagery of the event right so for example if you're claustrophobic with elevators so let's imagine the elevator first we work on the anxiety how to self soothe we have anxiety self soothing techniques we have relaxation techniques and then we move on slowly so and we structure it over a course of time again therapy is all about you another aspect of it is therapy is all about you a friend will come from a place of bias as well right they will think you should do things a certain way therapist is completely trained to be non judgmental uh we really have no judgments like i i know people don't believe it and it's very strange that they don't but honestly i think so how we are trained during our masters uh and my mphil and all of that is that we are kind of shown the darkest part of ourselves and everyone around us so you kind of become so okay with all of it that you accept it as just human nature and then you work on things based on what needs to be worked on so there is genuinely zero judgment and there is this is why most you will find that most psychologists are also very progressive and liberal because they really do they really do have that perspective of the world so yeah like therapy is very different than say shopping and uh friend and gardening it these are all nice things to do these are all good things to do they they can also be part of therapy but they are not therapy as a whole i'm now i feel that now. i'm not going to like uh mention the word therapy when i really don't mean it like i'm not going to say therapy like now i know what it actually means and it what actually <laughs> consists of so be more careful of how i <laughs> no i think it's okay to sort of because i think this is something that we're seeing as well right like i think recently i read an article where therapy speak like um, we are sort of taking language from psychology and using it in regular day to day for example the word boundary like i'm building boundary this is such a new thing to hear nowadays right like i'm creating my safe space and i'm creating my self care community care these are so, so certain things that come from therapy and i'm happy that like people i think komal pandey is one of those very famous people who says a uh, fashion therapy or something yeah. right so it's okay you can use it it is part of therapy but not therapy <laughs> she she also goes to a mental health professional she doesn't just rely on fashion yeah so uh, one question i had now you talked a lot about how, what therapists do and how they go about their patients who should get therapy like is it like just anyone can go or is it just you know who should, who would you advise to seek therapeutic help um and i just want to add on to this question okay everybody has problems in life and uh, those mm-hmm. problems cause them some kind of stress so stress is not like completely uh, you cannot remove stress from your life but then where mm-hmm. is the line where you draw that okay now this is the point where shopping and talking to a friend is not working for me and i need to do mm-hmm. something more so where is that line uh, yeah i know it's very difficult to say this because it's subjective but then that is uh, the whole no, question no, there is 
and there is a, a study on this i can definitely talk about it i don't think that is crazy enough there's a line that okay now you're crazy enough to go to therapy everyone can go even i i go sometimes i also see a therapist now and now and then just to sort of check on what's happening again there are types of therapy so of course there are severely mentally ill people uh, uh clients who who have to go, who don't have an option for example right so who are on medication who who might be institutionalized also now and then and they have to go to a clinical psychologist so i'll just explain the uh, degree thing a counseling psychologist which is me uh, i have done a bachelor's and a masters a uh, clinical psychology has done uh, an mphil as well okay on top of it so in india to be a clinical psychologist you need an mphil as well so only clinical psychologists so for example places like nimhans and all of these institutions have a clinical psychologist where severely mentally ill people go and they get their treatment then come people like us who can basically have a day to day uh, functionality and day to day life without harming themselves or someone else actively and without losing touch with the reality uh, yet need some help right so yet with say can be relationship stress can be job stress can be anything which kind of leads you to feeling a little dysfunctional so so yes something that you mentioned deshna that there is a good type of stress and there's a bad type of stress if you don't have any stress at all that is also not functional then why would you do anything if it's too much stress that can lead to burnout and burnout leads to mental illnesses definition of a disorder right like a definition of a mental disorder psychological disorder is uh, there is distress there is dysfunction and there is deviance so basically you are not okay with how you're feeling it doesn't feel right there is dysfunctionality your basic job that you have to do it's you are able to do it, do them and there is deviance so deviance from uh, basic social norms right so behaving in a way which is not normal and in a in an unhealthy manner not in a very creative and a cool manner but almost in an unhealthy manner which is harmful so that's the definition of um, if you are experiencing any of them for sure for sure go and see someone seek some help uh, and the help can look just like uh, can just be therapy or can just be uh, medication and can be both so you have to figure out you have to first see a, psych- a psychologist get an assessment done and then you can figure out how it goes beyond that now other than that so people like us who who are not exactly dysfunctional or deviant or uh, uh, distressed but just want to figure themselves out figure their life out have a better understanding of their lives so something that i do is i go i often go for um, art therapy workshops myself right like not just me conducting but i because i enjoy that space i enjoy uh, taking some time out for myself and uh working on myself so that's again so figure that out what do you need how much can you afford and all of all of those aspects right so there are three essentially different types of clients and different types of uh services available for you i think that really like i mean all your answers so comprehensive just like every we just really satisfied intellectually so uh, another thing like i think this question is also a segue into our next topic so what today if i ask you what is the general or average cost of getting therapy 
uh, one therapy session and of course i don't think therapy like in one session you can really like achieve mm-hmm. what you can what you need to so mm-hmm. like if if there are like a couple of sessions or like several sessions so what is the cost what would be the average cost to a person so see i think what we are struggling with and i since you guys are young i'm going to ask you to advocate for this we don't have insurance for mental health yet we don't have insurance so for if for any other medical services that you go for to a hospital or anywhere insurance covers that for mental health yet we don't have it so that's something of course that's a trouble something right because you have to pay out of your pocket coming to that there are different kinds of services there are a lot of organizations who work on sliding scale so for example even i have some sliding scale slots uh then there are sort uh, i'll explain what sliding scale is so sliding scale is essentially so for example uh, my range is 1200 to 2200 depending on your income capacity so someone if if they can pay 2200 please pay so that others can afford to just pay me 1200 and it works uh, right so and, and understand this that a therapist cannot see more than say four to five clients a day uh so according to apa guidelines you need to have one hour to one and a half hour break between each session otherwise you carry carry the burden and biases from each client to the other overall there are only limit there is only limited time in the day and a therapist cannot see more than like for example i cannot see more than four clients a day 3 to 4 is my uh, limit I, I, so i understand that we are still as a in the country we are struggling with affordable therapy mental health care but honestly there are services available for cheaper there are services available for free there are helplines available which i can understand not not therapy itself but you can try them out to say just to vent sometimes and figure out they even they have resources in fact they have resources to cheaper uh, clinics there are there is ahsas there is i call there are multiple so if you cannot afford a lot yes but on average i would say it is 1500 per hour and uh, one session is definitely not enough so i on average i see a client one, like four times a month so once a week on average it's 6000 per month that you have to kind of keep aside if uh, if you're going for that so this was part 1 of our one analog conversation with shotarupa on therapy and part 2 is going to come out next sunday in which he basically talks about whether therapy is a privilege in a country like india and if it is then how can we make it more accessible to all she also talks about how social media views therapy and how do we talk to our parents regarding getting therapy uh, i really hope that you enjoyed this episode and please stay tuned for the part 2 thank you for listening